guys and girls and everybody. This is Lissa Mandel from the Bitch Seat Podcast. As some of you may know, we are a part of the Atlantic Transmission Network, which is a network that puts out all kinds of great podcasts. A great way to support our show and our sister shows is to visit theatlantictransmission.com and click on the Amazon link at the top of the homepage. It's all the same great Amazon stuff at the same great price, but we get a small piece for sending you there. So if you want to keep shows like The Bitch Seat going, keep us happy, then, uh, you know, throw in your pennies. You don't even have to pay anything extra. This is our first, this is our first recording out here. Oh, cool. Hey, campers. Hey, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. You're loud. <laughs> we are coming to you live from the West Coast. Yeah, from the Nerdist School audio booth. It's a very fancy place. We've got soundproofing all around. We've got lovely engineer Veronica with us today. Yes. And um, it's our first recording in L.A., so um, thanks for traveling with us. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm so excited. I think this is the table where Chris Hardwick interviewed Bruce Campbell, and they did Foley sounds on it. That's a big Bruce Campbell. You live thing. here now. Yeah, I live, live here, here now. now. I live in this room now. Oh, by the way, if you hear random uh, noise or people announcing things, uh, we are in the back of a theater, so this is where magic happens. So just deal with it. It's fine. It's fine. We're we're good. There's a there's a look. There's a Batman mask hanging above us, watching us. It's just for you, Phil. It's That's, just for you. I'm sure it's for a number of nerds that live in here and in, in nerd melt. Yeah, but uh, Batman Batman is sure. your is your spirit animal. Yeah. It's true, but that's like saying Santa Claus is my spirit animal. Nope. Many people believe in Batman. Many nerds believe in Batman. Not many nerds obsessively draw Batman on every surface that they no, find. No, that's a compulsion of mine. That's a, that's we a have to real... get you some silly putty in here. I do need some silly putty, but I, you know what? You can make sound with silly putty. There are certain recordings where, like, you're hearing pops and smacks. So we have, of... to, we have to get you something that you can do that will not make any sound. It's fine. I'm just going to concentrate on... Uh, on the rent for this month. I think that'll keep me plenty silent. Oh, yeah. If any listeners are from L.A. and you know jobs, please let us know. <laughs> We're starting from scratch. Um, so anyway, today, um, in a moment, we will have our uh, the delightful Nate Starkey on here. Um, but before we get to him, I'm going to read a little entry from this uh, unplugged, the unplugged notebook. Um from uh, July 1996. Yes, 1996. So, tell us tell us about it. Yes, the number one song in July ni- 1996 was Coolio's One, Two, <laughs> Three, Four, <laughs> which I definitely danced to at my sixth grade graduation party. And in addition to uh, No Diggity, uh, The World I Know, and I believe oh, Because man. You Loved Me by Celine Dion. Oh, I hated that song. That's the one. That's the Celine Dion song that gave me very bad feelings. Yeah, that one gave me that one gave me uh, FOMO feelings because that was the slow dance for the sixth grade Exactly. Thing, and I didn't have a dance. Exactly. And I, But I did get a dance, but it was, then the girl moved away and I never saw her again. Yeah, but did you have a boner How, when you were dancing with her? No, because I fought down my boner because you're not supposed to because if, at the time, I thought if you had a boner within contact of a girl, you could immediately get her pregnant. Who taught you that? Probably my cousin. So, okay, I have a question. I was for twelve. You. I have a question for you, um, because you know I didn't. I didn't get to experience boners. So, if, as a guy, did you have like a go-to thought that you would put in your head when you were trying to talk yourself off that ledge? Uh, I would. It would either be. <laughs> this is. We're getting into sad nerd territory. <laughs> 
<laughs> it would either be I would have to start counting up from the number, the original number of Star Wars action figures from the original 92. I would have to start counting upwards, which I only knew like the first 12. And so like but by that point, it would be dead. So beyond that, it would either be like I would have to start thinking about Beatles lyrics or like anything or track listings or just like I'd have to think about lists that I know. Like X-Men lineups as well. I'd have wow. to think about because I it would happen randomly and then you get called up. Yeah, but I never thought about do you think that every guy well we'll ask Nate I didn't when have he gets baseball. on here. Right. Well that's like the the stereotypical go to. Yeah. But I feel like every guy has to have something that they do to reroute themselves in that yes. in like a panic moment. You see, I thought I, I thought I was gonna have a nice segment where I didn't have to talk about boners, and I was gonna mention uh, Independence Day was the movie of July, nineteen ninety six. Of course. But you know, welcome to Earth, Phil. <coughs> welcome to Earth. So. Um, there you go. Well, let's, well, let's get speak, on with speaking it. Speaking of speaking of uh, boners, not really though. This is not. You know, I'm sorry. What can I say? I was a very predictable twelve year old or whatever. All right. All right. Here we go. Suddenly, as I watched my grandmother and mother chatting in the melting warmth of the late afternoon sun, I felt a feeling of frustrated loss. Something was missing, or about to be missing, and a certain misplaced thought in my mind triggered and spun, trapped and struggling at the back of my misunderstanding and confused head. Tranquil depression buzzed, uncontrollable and irritating, trying to remind me of a half-forgotten and sad flyaway thought. Was I mistaken? Or was summer the quietly sad misfortune that nipped at me from all directions? Summer meant antsy time on my hands, time to recall long-lost memories from a long-lost childhood. Somehow, a year rendered a hazy circle in me. In autumn, and all through the busily, stre- the busily rushed school year, summer was the crazed, distant event that I looked forward to. However, when summer's sweet breath was finally there, swirling by my windows... It was school that was my desire. I was never content. <laughs> well, if you could see through yeah. those run-on sentences, um, I think I'm discovering Buddhism here. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Um, I got to mention there's a little bit more run-on than, than adjectives in this one. I feel like you were definitely playing with uh, I was form. leaning into the commas, yeah. like big. Yeah. I mean, that, that kind of became a thing. That's... I Me was, too. You know, I was an A student, but the commas were definitely where I got in trouble. Yeah, commas, I held on to them hard until, like, maybe sophomore year when people started making fun of me on forums for using too many commas. Did they really? Yeah, they're like, oh, <laughs> this is clearly a college student. Use too many too many commas. It's like, <laughs> great. So now i got to break it down Hemingway style. Well, guess what? Yeah. Now we live in the digital age and nobody uses any punctuation. So That's you don't true. have to make that decision anymore. Yep. Well, listeners, uh, today we have with us somebody who we've known for quite a while, actually from New York. He uh, is an amazing improviser and a great guy, and he was uh, my teacher at the pit in levels three and four in a row. I just had and, four with him. Well. That's fine. That's fine. Anyway, uh, I think he was on crutches and had several other things going on when he was my teacher. Um, but he is a brilliant improviser. He was on uh, the famous Big Black Car, uh, which I believe now has like a contingent is mostly in L.A. I'll have to ask him if they're playing here. Anyway, that's enough of this. Give it up for Nate Starkey. All right. So uh, Nate's wearing a hoodie. Absolutely. And uh, he's sitting in uh, an ice cream parlor by himself, and he's got like three scoops on a cone, 
and he's his eyes are looking drearily off into the distance. And there's like there's mothers and children getting ice cream, and they're like, "What is that teenager doing eating ice cream by himself in this in this ice cream parlor?" But they're not saying it; they're looking at it. Yeah, and he responds by gazing at his shoes. Yep. Hi, Nate. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> you know, we're just uh, just inviting you into our into our teenage fantasy. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah. What? Why? Why was that fantasy? I don't know. We just—it's uh, improv. Oh, okay. You just feel it, you know. You just feel. Just feel what the music says. Yeah. You know, we we all just assume everybody's an awkward teenager. At so some point. that music was that your standard intro music? No, nope, everyone was, gets a different song. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that inspired the ice cream. Yes. Fantasy. Yes. yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Weezer. You know. Oh, classic. I see. It's a Weezer thing. Yeah. Weezer's all about ice cream. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> um, Nate, you I'm excited to have you here because you're kind of a mystery uh, mm-hmm. to me. Okay. And um, I, I don't even know where you grew up. I grew up in Colorado, Denver, oh, Colorado. Oh, so you were cool all the time, like since you were little. Oh, is that cool to be from Denver? Totally. It's pretty cool. Oh, okay. Because they smoke weed. I mean, they didn't used to, but like. They- oh, they did. <laughs> <laughs> did you smoke weed? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Starting from, from like when? It's probably sixth grade. Damn. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> you are a professional. Um, yeah. I don't get paid for it, but <laughs> So um when you were in Denver then did you did you like interact with the city? Did your you and your peers like hang out in the city? We would. In high school we'd go down uh town and um for various reasons that would bring us first of all I kind of grew up right on the edge of when um, 18 was the legal drinking age, and then it became 21. Oh, yeah. So there were lots of, like, 18 and over clubs downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, not lots. There were a few. Um, that So for me to get into an 18 club with a fake ID at 14, 15, 16 was not unthinkable. So you you and also at those clubs there'd be like they'd give you a, a wristband if you're mm-hmm. over eighteen or 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 if you're under eighteen or one they differentiate right. whether or not you could order a beer or not right. Um, but so, you had yeah. a fake ID. Mm, I don't think I did. I think I just snuck beers with my wristband on or whatever. You That's know what I mean? great. That's yeah, I I just I can't picture you being phased by anything. Do you? Was there a time? Were you always so chill, or was there a time when you were younger? That you were phased. Phased. <laughs> nope, never. Not once in my life <laughs> have I ever been phased. You avoided the phasing. <laughs> were you a loner in in like middle school and high school, or um, did you have like a clan? I was. Um, I was uh, introverted for sure. Uh, I am like I, I'm. I'm no different than I. I was no different than I am now. I'm sort of an introverted extrovert. Like you would only need to give me a little bit of an excuse to be extroverted, mm-hmm. or uh, which is why. Um, I think a lot of people who are introverted extroverts are attracted to performance, right? Because <clears throat> I have uh, I have talents, you know, but um, I would never dare show them off unless somebody gave me an excuse to. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You need so it, like, if you got a little bit of encouragement, then you would do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if I was like somehow like this is acceptable. I'm not being. I'm not showing off right now. This is the understanding is that I'm on stage and they want me to do something. Oh, so it's interesting. Okay. So this is why you would never be a stand-up because that would be you propel you, – you would be like, I want attention and I am saying that right now. 
No, I don't think it's any different. It's the same understanding. If you're on stage as a stand-up, any performance, right, is like the audience comes wanting right. to see a show. But you wouldn't As opposed be... to just real life where I have to be the center of attention right. and I'm going <clears> to... <throat> not that I was was never a smart-ass or whatever, but uh, or like a class clown, but I was never a class clown like wanting to get attention all the mm-hmm. time. I was a class clown like once or twice a semester I would say something really inappropriate and funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you were the underground favorite. I pick and choose my moments. I think that's, that's or, brilliant. Or, not that I was just picking and choosing, it's just like every now and then there was just something that just had to be said. Well, you know what I mean? And it wasn't about me anymore. It was just this has to be said. For the right service now. of the class. For the service of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, I really feel like you've maintained that way of being into adulthood because you certainly leave people wanting more. Mm. I mean, except in the bedroom, (laughs) (laughs) lay it all out. Well, we'll be talking to Ashley next, so (laughs) we will get back to you on that. But, um, okay. Did you always, uh, want to be a performer? Was there a moment when it clicked for you? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, who knows, but like in my memory, the first and sixth grade, um, we did we did an African folklore study, mm-hmm. and we made our little paper mache African masks. Naturally, yeah, um, <laughs> which is awesome. You guys did all did that. Everyone did that. We did. We had Native American Day. It was big in my town. Where you yeah. do a balloon and then put the newspaper over the balloon and then do the paper mache, then pop the balloon and then you'd have a mask. We oh, I wish we did yeah, that. Like, That's real cool, right? Yeah, we did that. But the paper mache, it's like when it's wet, it it like has the consistency of vomit, kind of. Right, so, you have to let it dry. Yeah, but it. Uh, oh, like, so you put, couldn't get it down. With I that. couldn't get into that. But anyway, yes, that you know, oh, an African mask. So, um, and then it was a folklore about a lion that roared or something. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, part of the part was you had to be able to roar really good. So um, <laughs> I've always had sort of like just a big voice. Mm-hmm. So um, I uh, won the part of the lion because of my roar was like the loudest and most committed in class. So did they go, did they like line everybody up and make you roar one by one? Yeah, I think the teacher just, <laughs> I don't think she lined us up. I think just from our desk, she'd like, let's see, yeah. you know, who thinks they could roar or whatever. Um and I knew I, you know, so I think I won the part with my with my loud roar. Um, and then it was like a, a play that well, you put on? Yeah. Um, I don't remember if we invited. I think it was just a class reading. You know what I mean? Like, let's read the play together in class. Yes. But I don't remember exactly. It was sixth grade. Yeah. I just remember being the lion and uh, having the biggest roar, which let me be the lion. So that was sort of my, I think, to my memory, the first experience of when, like, oh, I kind of like this attention this performance attention. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But it that but then was it from there did you look start looking for performance opportunities or was that just like the seed was planted and then it, you came back around? Well, to I it? knew I liked it. Um you know, before that like you know, again, it's like the introverted thing like personality-wise like my older brother is the extroverted extrovert. Like he's it's just the two of you? Yeah, uh, and I have a, a younger sister who's like 10 years younger. Gotcha. Um, so for most of my childhood, it was just me and my brother. Um, so he was the kind of kid who would, you know, at a party would jump up on a table and start dancing for people. And, oh, wow. And then I was, I was in the back of the room, like making fun of Judging him. him. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, <laughs> so those are our personalities. Right. Right. Uh, which is one's a comedian and one's a song and dance man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and rather than compete with him on that level, I would just make fun of him. Right. Um, right. 
So, but then, um, yeah, like, so then I realized at some point that I actually like to get that attention too. It's like, oh, here's my opportunity to get that attention um, through performance. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and then, uh, yeah, I didn't really, and then the next time was like in, like when I was 14, I, um, I think one of my parents pushed me into auditioning for uh, a comedy show at the at Comedy Works in Denver, which is a comedy club in Denver. When you were 14? Yeah. Uh, but it was a show by kids for kids. It was like a Saturday afternoon thing. Yeah, but still, Comedy Works is a great venue. Yeah, it's it's like these the those place place in Denver where your yeah. stand ups go, like Roseanne Barr cut her chops there. And it's stuff. awesome. Great. Um, so I started doing that show when I was fourteen, um, and yeah, and since then I've been performing regularly, except for like in college, there was a short little time when I wasn't performing and I was just like in my dorm room with sunglasses on getting high and that's all I was doing. Yeah, see, that's not surprising to me at all. Yeah. <laughs> what was your major in college? Journalism, and that was part of the problem. I went to, <laughs> U I went to the University of Kansas and you can't see your first journalism class until your junior year. Ugh. Oh, God. So it's like first two years are just all the other stuff that maybe you're not as interested in. Although now, looking back, it's all very interesting stuff. I was just like... Well, I know now, looking back, taking a class in anything that's yeah. not you know, yeah. a survival job is great. Yes. I would love to do that. I went back to school after sort of flunking out of school at Kansas because mm -hmm. I was just so bored and yeah. in my room stoned all the time. Um, and not performing and not going after journalism because in high school, I was the editor of my school paper and I was performing in all the shows and then college like oh I'm not doing any of that now I'm just sort of like taking biology class yeah, and algebra it's a bummer but when I went back it's like oh biology class is awesome <laughs> I love biology I know well yeah. you don't you don't know what you what you like until it, it's yeah. taken away from yep. you for sure yeah. well Nate um, I'm really interested in this package that you've brought to share oh, with us so okay. why don't this is you... embarrassing great that's the that's yes. the name of the game we're well, not maybe here I should to make... talk about it before I bring yeah, it up. yeah you can give us some context so you know when you're a kid and um you first start drawing stuff, and uh, you give it to your mom, and then she puts it on the fridge or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, well, I would do that too. Um, <laughs> so, um, like a real boy. Yeah. So this is, and then, so then, like a few years ago, um, my mom took all of those gifts that I gave her. You know what I mean? Like the here's a here's your. your Chris, your Mother's Day present is this drawing I made right. for you. Then she framed them all and then gave them back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was really weird. You know. So, but she's really weird. So. Well, Langston. I think it was, honestly, I think it was because she just was going through old shit and was like, I got to do something with this stuff. And she didn't yeah. I can't throw it away. Right, she felt guilty about throwing it away, but she's like, here, you but want it. She yeah. didn't want to hang it on her wall. I got these frames, though. Uh, yeah. I made it nice for no, you. She thought, oh, I bet it'd be really, I bet that'd be a really nice thing to do to frame and give them back to Nate. Give them to, so he could have them. He could have his drawings. But I didn't ever want these drawings. I wanted her to have them. <laughs> well, and now that I have them, I, this was hanging, been hanging in my bathroom, and I keep because uh, that's I didn't want to put it out. It's embarrassing because none, <laughs> none of it's good at all. It's toilet reading. Yeah, but and so every time I go to the bathroom, I've been looking at them, <laughs> thinking to myself, why, "Why this is so annoying to have to look at this every time? I just need to change this out." And so this is my excuse to change this out. Oh, I'm nice. so glad that we could we, we yeah. could help with that. So, oh here. wow. Well. Although, this is, here's the thing. It's like wow. when you're learning how to, like, all this stuff looks like, they all these, like, uh, pictures of, like, drawings of people, they all look like monsters, right? Like, and then, like, when you're learning to do shading when you're, like, a four-year-old or something, like, it just makes it look like you have a hole in your nose. You know yeah, what I mean? I have a bunch of those. A lot of dots yeah. in the middle of the face. Well, yeah. I feel like, yeah, when you do the noses, uh, I feel like I did my nose, like, a, a sideways 
like a oh, right. sideways yeah, like yeah, yeah. bird kind of thing, like just the two sure. lines. Because as soon like as you, it was more representative of yeah, the nose than it was. As like, soon as you put nostrils on, then it then it's all nostril, the yeah. whole thing. It's hard to figure out how to do that. But I, I have to say, okay, so on the upper right here, you have what looks like uh, what is it, a home library? Are those books? Yeah. So this is a bookshelf. Like with, you know, a plant and maybe a stack of papers or whatever. I like the diversity of the shelf. I like that there's uh, there's one area where there's paper and not uh-huh. books. Like this, this uh-huh. that, that, that's pretty cool. Uh, I remember this was, this was a pair of like scuba goggles that were on that shelf. <laughs> I mean, I would like to take credit for the like, oh, of course, I needed to mix it up and have this not be books. But that was just literally the way it was. You know, I wasn't taking artistic license. No, right, this was a, a landscape... Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't like like mastering composition skills by saying, oh, this should have something different. No. I love the colors, though. Yeah. And then bottom right, this looks like Miss Clavel from Madeline. Is that who it is? This is, um, I was, my mother belonged to this uh, weird church, culty church. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, were your parents together? They were divorced? No, they were divorced. They divorced when I was about two and a half. Um. So when I and my mom got very religious for a while, um, and the Denver Christian Community Center. That was, was the church? That was the church, the Denver Christian Community Center. And I can't tell you what denomination that was or what that meant or what they believed or anything. All I know is um, I went to church like every morning. Every? For a while, I went to church every morning. Uh, and I think at some point it was sort of more daycare than anything. Right. Like. Um, my mom had to go to work before I had to be at school or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or maybe she, I just don't, I don't remember. Because I, I was very young. <clears throat> like, I was like five or six or something when I yeah. drew this thing. And there's the, maybe it's a little bit older for this one because there's the nose. Yeah, with the nostril. There's the representative there. exactly. nose. I learned and how to do that as opposed to just trying to identically make it like r- I Although it. there's something about where the people whose nostrils you drew that looks almost like a Picasso sketch. Like, it sure. looks like it could be. There's always that thing where it's like, it's so raw that it's either brilliant or it's just very amateur. <laughs> yeah, I feel I mean? like, like if you're not a trained eye for don't have a trained eye for art, and like so, if a famous person did this, you would like. Yeah, oh that my looks God. like oh look, it's um, it's Outsider a portrait of art. Freud. First, he learned yeah. the rules, and then he learned how to break the rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, when the exactly. when the form disappears, the spirit shows or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. but this anyway. So this was uh, I told my mom or during mass one day. Um, I thought I saw an uh, image of like a monk. On, oh, that, you were, yeah. That wasn't there, right? So I told my mom, it was like, so, so she was convinced I saw an angel or something. Oh, no. And, this... and asked me to draw it for her. Oh. And uh, yeah, I don't remember. I probably was a shadow or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but that's real freaky. That's very like Jesus Cam kind of thing. Like you were, so, so, okay, so you were in this church and you were going every day. So at what point were you like, I'm not doing this anymore? Well, I never bought into it. I, I never was like, oh, this makes sense. I never remembered feeling that ever in my life. Not once. Yeah. Did I ever, and I, like, same thing, like, I don't ever remember believing in Santa Claus. I don't ever, like, I never remember buying into anything like that. Yeah, but see, this is, makes sense for, for w- my idea of you, which is that you popped out as a fully formed adult man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, I do know, like, and we would have some freaky, like, Sunday school teacher people, um, who were like, there's something like, like about born-agains and coke addicts. They have that same glazed, <laughs> they have that same glazed over look where you can just see there's something up with this guy. He's not normal. He's not in a normal state of mind. Um, because they're both bending hard into the ego and sort maybe. of believing very in, in either in themselves or something. 
Well, there's something, there's something else influencing yeah, yeah. them, or some sort of spirit in them, you know, yeah. or something. Yeah, the spirit of the white powder. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I remember like sitting in like Sunday school, and, and one of his lessons was to like, he wanted us to go around and say the worst curse word we could think of. Uh huh. So that we would sort of like, so the power of the language would go away, or something, or to kill the. I have no idea why he wanted us to do this. It was just like, to me, it was like a fiendish person trying yeah. to get kids to say awful things. That's probably what, what it was. What did you say? What was your word? I probably said like, motherfucker. You nice. know? And like the other kids were saying like, damn. <laughs> like they, you know, because they didn't really want to say a bad word, but I was like taking it earlestly. Like, we're yeah, go the, there. We're, when you're like eight years old or something, the worst swear word is motherfucker. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so that's and then, like, everyone else would be like, oh, I couldn't believe I would said that. It's like, well, what? I thought that's what we were doing here. <laughs> yeah, you you heightened yeah. all the way to the top. Yeah, that's right. Oh man. So, but okay. So you have like a, quite a few drawings here. So was this something that you enjoyed doing in your spare time? Were you? Oh, a drawer? I was big. I was a big drawer. Yeah, I would like sit. And when I got a little bit older, I would. Uh, and this was just like, oh, I'm gonna draw something for my for my mom or something. But when I got older, I would like spend hours and hours and hours doing nothing but drawing. I would like sit in the hallway, like like when I got to be like nine, ten, like mm-hmm. I would like sit in the hallway and like just try until I figure out like forced perspective and you know what I mean. Like I got real into it uh, intellectually and. Um, and do you still do you still do that at all? Do you still draw not at all? as much nowadays? I'm more consumed with trying to figure out ways to pay my rent and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Isn't and the that other a thing bummer? is like the other thing is like space, right? So, like, when you're a kid, you could turn your bedroom into your art studio or whatever. Right. Uh, but then when you're older, it's you and your wife in a one-bedroom in New York, and you yeah. can't, like, have a space that's just your art space. Yeah, you, you don't have I mean? a studio. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I don't know. I mean, we've had—I think it was uh, it was Joe Zimmerman when he was on the show, and he was showing us pictures of— uh, of turtles that he had drawn when he was little, and he started taking up drawing again afterwards. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. Well, my my mother in law was just texting me this morning. Like, just texted me a picture of a here. I'll, I'll pull it up real quick because I don't exactly remember what it was. <laughs> um, but she just like I've like drawn some stuff uh, for her because like on vacation at her house over Christmas break or whatever. Um, I'll like draw stuff or like just you know. Just Are you a doodler? Stuff. I do it a little bit, yeah. Um, but also, like, uh, one day I did a portrait of uh, Ashley's grandfather on the Etch-a-Sketch. Oh, yes! <laughs> that, like, blew, Amazing! That, like, blew everyone's minds away. <laughs> do you have an Etch-a-Sketch? I don't anymore. But, oh, um, we should yeah. get one of those oh, so for this Dot, room. my yes. mother-in-law, sent me this and was like, Just, Nate, I bet you could paint this. It's watercolor. I think you need to do more art. You are so talented. Oh, that's so sweet. So this is a, a picture of a beetle yeah. or oh, a scarab. Yeah. And then she also has been trying to get me to uh, – she sent these pictures of her house because she wants me to do a drawing of her house that she can frame. I mean, just saying, this could be a side income. It could be. Yeah, but no. <laughs> no one's making – I'm not making any money. No, no one's going to make money of this, right? I mean, some people do, but those are, like, really great artists, right? Was – or people with great business savvy who know how to market themselves there it is. and say, hey, I'm the person who draws people's houses. And you, there's a market for that somehow. That's right. Maybe yeah, like well, a this, stenographer for real estate. Something like that. But this uh-huh. goes hand in hand with, you know, you'll perform if the stage is there and we'll have you. But you don't want to go out of your way to, like, promote yourself. Yeah, and, it's tough. I, I have to say, like, then I took art classes and, in, like, into college. I was taking art classes. But I had a really hard time with the, with the criticism I couldn't really handle <laughs> the criticism of my art. 
and I was really bad about talking about my art, and uh, and I just felt like I wasn't as good at this as the other people around me are, as opposed to performing when I always felt like, oh, I'm better at this than everyone around me is. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So as someone for with a fragile ego, it's like e the path of least resistance. I understand you know? that. I mean. Which is why it doesn't make sense that I would keep wanting to improvise because I really don't think I'm very good at it. But <laughs> well, I, I don't know always think that, but I've thought that often enough that it has kept me going. It's like, oh, I do have talent at this. I can see that I, I'm special in some regard. Yeah, I think it's hard to um, pursue things that we don't think that we're good at sure. just for the yeah. love of them. But Well, it's, it's that becomes a hobby because you just, you just like to do it, so you keep doing it as opposed to, oh, this is what I'm best at, so I'm going to keep doing that. Like, honestly, like, as as unsuccessful as I am, I'm still better at acting than I am at any desk job I've ever done. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I feel like I'm probably better at a lot of boring admin and desk jobs, yeah. but I don't want to do them, so I refuse. Sure. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to yeah. continue knocking on these doors even if they don't want me, yeah, and I yeah. will do that until I die. I'm good at convincing people to buy a beer. It's not anything that I want to do all the time, right. but it's, right. it's just a thing, talking to people. But that's Well, I think the other part of it is like uh, you get good at what you love when you have the courage to do more of it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. So the fact that I'm better at acting than I am at some desk job or whatever is only because I've pursued this more, I've more practice. You practice at it. it. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. I would I, I would go back to the drawing if I were you. I it's think it's pretty great. I it's I I'm gonna draw my mother in law's house at some point. Good. And that'll I wanted to point there's one thing I wanted to talk about. This is before. Reverend Ruth. That's yeah. Reverend Woody. Okay. This is all my mom's weird old religious people. This and, is my uh, grandmother who I'd like to see this because it reminds me that she, while I was alive at one point, she was a young woman. Because look at her hair is blonde. Oh and, yeah. You know what I mean? She's classy. Yeah, Very classy. She was. I, I, Got an I, earring. Even though she was like an insane conservative person, I really liked her. There is a little <laughs> bit of Nancy Reagan in there. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, for the listeners, we will take a picture of this and put it oh, on the boy. on the Facebook page. So uh, which one was the crazier Reverend? Mm, they were both real nice people, but Reverend Ruth would like, in addition to whatever religion she was, she would also read my mother's tarot cards. Whoa, and that yeah. wasn't considered uh, sacrilegious? Eh, no, this is like... That's this like is the like anti-Jesus. This is not like... Yeah. This is not fundamentalism. Okay. You said it they was are, called the Denver... She's going to look Denver into this Denver Christian now. Community Christian Center. You have, a, you have community awakened Center. her sense of adventure. This is not fundamentalism. This is cultism. I want to know what it yeah. is. Like, when you went there, were there a lot of people playing instruments? Were there people, like, rocking and crying? No. No, I don't, and I still don't remember That's that That's interesting. Well. I think it was more of, like, people... It was probably a really good, healthy, awesome place, uh, except for, I mean, it was probably the sort of place where if you are a recovering addict, you could go here and feel safe with a right. sense of community and like all the sort of good things that religion Was your mother about. a recovering addict? No, but she was a divorced single mother who probably needed some she sort needed of community. support group. Yeah. yeah. So. That's great. Well, I'm glad Oh, here's you the thing uh, I just want to point out. Yes. That, um, that the, the thing I like most about all this is just this. Which is, I remember always seeing at the bottom of pictures these numbers and a signature, but I didn't know what they meant. So I would just like write random numbers. <laughs> like in the date. Or, yeah. Or like, like the. Um... Yeah, like when an artist dates his work, I didn't understand that they were dating his work. I was just imitating the, the numbers down here. <laughs> so this I love like that. says 9179. Yeah, I was looking at that for a while <laughs> and I was kind of confused. This was like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the month is the the number of the month is ninety one. Yeah, yeah. It's the month ninety one, year seventy, 
Wait, is that how it works? Day nine. But again, this could be a commentary. Like you could be a, you could be a, a fully functional adult grown up artist, and this is your commentary yeah, right, on, yeah. on yeah. art, yeah. on society. Like time is eternal, right? Or 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 <laughs> time useless. Time is eternal. Time is <laughs> shut up. Like this, we found a like, new catchphrase. Yeah, this could be hanging at the Broad if it was the right. Exactly. Or yeah. Whatever. Exactly. And and the top left we haven't talked about, but it looks kind of like a log with plants on it, or possibly a taco. <laughs> 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 nope, it's a table. With the legs of the table, and there's plants on the table, and it's... Do you not see that at all, even after I point it no, out? No, no, I, I do, but I, I can't get out of my mind the taco thing, because we have, well, like, the greens and the yellows and the reds. Well, it's the, a table with the fold-down, Oh, right? the, the leaves. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. The leaves that you fold down. And what's on the up. left? A Ju- maple? Uh, a plant, a standing plant. You know, like, it's a vine, and there's a stick, and then the plant's going around the stick. I would put it on my wall. I like it. This one? Yes. I do like that one the yes. most. This one and this one, because this one looks the most like it might be intentionally breaking rules. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Is that a cigarette smoke? Yeah. He's That's... smoking a pipe. Nice. I love that. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a present for you, Nate. Oh, boy. As we, as we wrap this up, I, I always give my guests uh, a gift, uh, which is something that is from my childhood bedroom, mm. some piece of detritus <laughs> or ephemera, because my parents still live in that house, and so I have access to all this crap. Um, but I'm giving it a new life. Mm. So, for you, I have, very appropriate to this uh, conversation, I think, it's a notepad that you can use to continue your drawing. Oh. It's from the Clarion Hotel and Conference Center <laughs> in Edison, New Jersey. Because uh, hey, I used to... Uh, I've, I've been there. I, yeah, I used to steal uh, hotel pads yeah, all the time. it's not stealing. These are... Uh, they leave they them for me to, to take. take. They right? are the lost leaders. Because now I'm looking at this, and I'm like, oh, that might be a nice hotel. When I'm in Edison, I'll remember the Clarion. Yes, the next time you are in Edison. And now you've just done an advertisement for them on your podcast. Waiting yeah. for the residuals. Yeah. And waiting for the residuals to kick in. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, well, is there anything that you would like to uh, say or plug? Um, I'm or... very impressed with your 12-year-old journal. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was, a, I didn't, that was my best friend. My journal was my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I, I uh, high school in 10th grade, we would do free writes. Like yeah. First 15 minutes of class or 10 I love minutes free of class writes. or whatever. We'd write in our big chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the only journaling I've ever done. I think. No, I've done it later too. At one point, I had a one of these. Yeah. Co- composition. It's like a disaster. Uh, and I would write, just write Nate's angry book. At top, <laughs> <in the top. laughs> I was more of a sad kid than an angry kid, but um, uh, yeah, I I'm glad I kept him. I'm glad I kept him. But yeah, this is the thing that I was good at, and look yeah. at me not pursuing it at all. I know, right? I can't. Be- I mean, you because sh- I want to be a performer. I want applause, Nate. Yeah, writing is a very dreary task. You can get applause at book signings. It's not enough. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't want like polite golf clap applause. I want like raucous laughter applause. Uh-huh. You know I what I mean? It yeah. depends on the book, you know. But you can do both. Well, I mean, I'm trying it. That's what this is all about. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Well. Because you're good. I'm also bad with the commas, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the list I, thing. I'm bad with grammar in general. I used to. And I you? keep trying to figure out, like, I'll just use a semicolon. Whatever. Yeah. Semicolon oh, and semicolon. dashes. I'm not sure. Oh, semicolon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I used to do semicolons in college after the comma uh, 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 incident. And then now it's it's uh, it's become dashes, like the double dash. Oh, yeah. I've learned that a lot of times oh, I was using semicolon, I'm supposed to be using the M dash. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but, but I don't know how to do that on my keyboard the right way. I just if you just uh, to hold double it or, tap it. If you, yeah. if you it, double tap it and merges. then you, yeah, but then you put like the rest of the word and then a space. As soon as you hit the space bar, yeah. then the two dashes become a 
Right. Thing. That's a lot to, for me. It's to a lot of out. yeah, yeah. But again, it's people are are there is oh, the word of the year last year was an emoji. Yeah. So I. Wait, wait, what? Yes. I'm sorry. You didn't know this? No. What, what was what the do word? You mean the word of the year? What does like that mean? Like it was um, Webster's or, or uh, Merriam-Webster's no, word no. of the year was an emoji. What was the emoji? Just emoji I, was the word. I think it might have been uh, just a smiley face, or maybe it was the laughing face. Oh. Very sad. To I just updated my it wasn't the turd. phone or whatever, and uh, oh, I took Facebook off my phone because I felt like I was wasting too much time. Oh, good. So for now you. instead, I'll just like you should play hex for. I'll look through all my like special emojis and stuff that I've never bothered looking at yeah. before because I still want to like, have favorite? my phone in my hand. I like the shrimp. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many. I'm like, so how is this in any way useful? Because you'd have to, like. I can't remember all these things. You it's, know what I mean? It's kind of amazing that there is a, a, a an office building where there's a ton of cubicles and there's a bunch of dudes working on emojis. Yeah, the that could ones. be your job. It's like the it's like the new Hallmark card writer. Yeah, yeah, but it's boiled down into an emoji. I was just writing my one man show out in emojis and I succeeded. Wow. And see, there are children who are coming of age right now who won't even know what words are. Nope, they won't. When we all disappear from this earth and the aliens come down. Uh, there's going to be a good like 50 year gap where they think that we were they're going to think that Mad Men was a document of current events because that's when we stopped documenting stuff. Oh look what it does. <laughs> like if I type something about being hungry and then do this then they I know, just the automatically emoji, it's like an auto if you write the word but it's not just emojis it's like all these images. GIFs yeah, that's, GIFs or GIFs GIFs, I mean, GIFs if you're texting someone and you say cool then the little emoji of the guy with sunglasses will pop up, and if you press that, it will replace the word cool with the emoji of the guy with the sunglasses. I so don't like it's it. trying to it's trying to move us away from words. So again, like good thing I'm not a writer, because that shit is obsolete now. Mm. Um yeah. But I don't know though. Well there'll yeah. always be a pushback. I mean yeah, Amazon's opening up bookstores. But also like, you know, so it might be you go a little bit too far into the direction of the emojis or whatever, but then we'll go back the other way, but we'll keep the stuff that's worth keeping. I hope so. You know what I mean? Because yeah. at the end of the day, we just want to learn how to better communicate with one another. But do we? Like Maybe not. But some of us do, but... We, but we probably go in some bad directions every now and then, but I don't know. Are you, so are you being cynical right now? Yes. That we're headed overall? Yes. This I, I'm being cynical that, that we are being encouraged to communicate less. I mean, that's what texting does. We used to have to call people. I think that's... You know? we're, yeah, we're, but I'm a better writer maybe than I used to be because yeah. I'm forced to write... Like uh, online and like these I'm a things. better typer for sure. Yeah, I'm still a bad typer, but um, <laughs> like if it weren't for like uh, social media, I would not be writing anywhere near as much as I am. Oh, agreed. Indeed. All of, all of my bits are on Twitter and Facebook now. Yeah. Yep. Or, or and Twitter le- teaches you how to be like really concise with an idea. True. Brevity is the soul of wit. Yeah. yeah I'd rather have flying cars, but. I would rather have learned something from Twitter. Well, they'll be self-driving in our lifetime, so don't you worry about that. Don't you worry about that. All right, Nate. This has been a delight. You've been trying to wrap it up for a long time. No, no, no. Well, no, I don't. It's hard because in our old studio we would have hour and a half segments, but Mm -hmm. in here we only have hour segments. So I don't want to be rude and rushing because I'm having such a great time talking to you. I've never had a real conversation with you before. (laughs) This is awesome. Okay. So we should uh, we should smoke weed really soon. Okay. Good. Um, <laughs> you hear that, mom and dad? <laughs> <They're not laughs> you listening. can't stop me. Hey, she, Veronica, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to redline. I'm so sorry. 
Um, um, yeah, you guys, how's your place in, in North Hollywood, by the way? Oh, it's it's nice. It's good. It's a really good starting place. It was furnished already. Oh, okay. It's walking distance from yeah. a lot of stuff. Our neighbor yeah. doesn't believe okay. that two people can live in there, but she we're like, like, oh, isn't that from small New York for two small. people? And no, it's a, Compared it's a, to New York. It's, it's a sizable one bedroom. Good. But... I guess in New York it would be a sizable one bedroom, and here it's not considered that. But it's it's great. What it's did great. you? And are there amenities? Uh, yeah, there's a there's a TV with like the Netflix and the Roku and all the stuff set up. But is it like a complex where there's a pool and stuff like that? No, I wish oh, we have okay. we have laundry. That's okay. exciting to me. Okay. Yeah, dollar twenty five. Well, when uh, when we get to swimming weather, you guys come over. You have a pool. We have awesome. a pool. Where do you live? We live. Uh, it's like between Hollywood Hill, uh, Hollywood. The Hollywood Bowl and the Hollywood Reservoir were right in between those nice. things. Nice. That's great. So on the map, it's Hollywood Hills. And, um, yeah, you guys, when, the, when we get to swimming weather and you want to go swimming, come over. Awesome. We can smoke weed and go swimming. That sounds great. That, that sounds, sounds like terrific. this is why I moved here. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right, Nate. All right. Well, have a great um, <laughs> have a great day Thanks. thinking about what you're going to draw next because um, I think you should do it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right, I'm right. getting the universe is talking to me. I hear it. Yes. I hear you. Screaming loud and clear. Yes. All right. Thanks, Nate. Bye. All right. So Thank uh, you guys. this is uh this was a great start. Great first episode. I know. I miss Kent. Kent, if you're listening, we miss you. But um we'll be back. Yeah. It's more it's yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want our, our current producer to feel uh, bad. No, Veronica's the fucking best. She's, she's like great. making faces the whole time. <laughs> We're having a whole conversation without words. That's true. It's fantastic. So, um, so yeah, guys, um, listen. If you're in LA, uh, we have a live show coming up March 24th at 7 p.m. at the Nerdist Showroom at Meltdown Comics. And otherwise, uh, you know where to find us. Please subscribe. Tell your friends. Uh, iTunes, Google Play. TheBitchSeatPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter uh, at the underscore bitch underscore seat. Yes. And, um, you know, treasure, treasure what got you here. Come on. Get me to it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do this? No, I put bitch seat. I, I put the, the bitch seat final track and I forgot that this was our final track I'll after the you. election. You're dead to me now. <laughs> You're dead to me now. <laughs> Hello, I'm Ben. As always, I'm Paul. And we're from Juicy Reviews. We have a podcast where we like to talk and review movies, maybe bring on a wacky character from that movie, and always play some games. We like some games. I actually brought a clip, Paul. Wait, you brought a clip? I brought a clip. Can I listen? Yeah. I look mad young, right? Yeah, yeah. you look young in the movie, and... Uh, I hooked up with a bunch of the young chicks at the movie. Oh, you know what? You know what? It's not illegal if you're a police officer. And, and, I believe that, And this yeah. is something I wanted to bring up since you're here. Sure. Tell us about all the hookups on set. Oh, my God. Who's Un- hooking up with who? Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, like, there's, like, these, like, Asian girls in the movie. Right. They play I, the twins, I right? triple kissed them. Okay, oh. a little triple kiss. Triple that way I didn't get confused if it was Rachel or Rebecca. Yeah, 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 exactly. I was like, oh, whatever, and I triple kissed them. Was and was that offset or on camera, or and they got cut out maybe? Or oh, uh, I didn't do it on camera for sure. Okay. I would never because I, you know, what I mean, that's I could get in a lot of trouble for that. They, I don't, I don't know how old they are. I can never tell with them. But uh, who else? Let me see. Cecily, the girl. Yeah, I chalked. I, I chalked her. You chalked her. What? <laughs> I chalked what is, her. What is chalking? That's when you kind of forcibly kiss someone. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production.